What is up, y'all? It's your boy Biggie S'mores back at you with another episode of the Biggie S'mores Show. I really, really appreciate you guys listening. I know we're starting to get into that time of the year where things are crazy for everybody. You know, between holiday parties, family gatherings, Christmas shopping, our regular work lives. If you're like me and you work in the world of retail, your life gets even crazier because your job is so much busier. Um, so I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, do truly appreciate you guys taking the time and listening to the podcast. Um, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. I did have to work that day, but that's okay. Uh, my buddy Miggy came to my parents' house for dinner. He was a little bit late, but we did get a bunch of snow dumped on us right before it. Um... The, it was the day before Thanksgiving. We got like a foot of snow dumped on us. Um, before we get too much further into the podcast, you know the drill, man. Go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. And you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. Also, go like our page on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'mores show. Um, there is a, there has been a ton of news in the sneaker world as of late, um, specifically in the last few days here with some unveilings and things like that. Um, we're going to get into that today. We're going to have a little bit of bears talk, um, coming off that Thanksgiving win. And now we're playing Dallas tonight as I record this December 5th. Um, it's been... Like I said, things have been really crazy lately. Um, but before we get any further into this podcast, let's take a minute and let's listen about the guys at Midwestern Gentlemen. Visit MidwesternGentlemen.com to discover what it means to live the Great Lakes good life. Whether it's diving into the Detroit hip-hop scene, profiling up-and-coming distilleries, or just sharing stories of artists throughout the Great Lakes area, MidwesternGentlemen.com brings it all to life for you. Visit the .com and search for them on your favorite social media platform. Midwestern Gentlemen, live the Great Lakes good life. So, the Bears had a nice Thanksgiving Day win with a nice comeback. Um, honestly, I didn't really get to see a whole lot of the game because I worked throughout it. And since I started, since the kickoff was at noon, um, I worked for the whole game. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that I was following it at work. It was a really slow day, man. It's Thanksgiving. Um, but... To me, a division win is always good. A division win when you come back and win on the final drive is even better. Um, I feel like the amount of momentum that we gain from that is great. Um, we're going to go into Dallas tonight with a lot of that momentum, and hopefully we beat Dallas uh, right now. From what I heard on Golik and Wingo this morning, actually, the Bears have a 1% chance to still make the playoffs. So, there's still a chance. 
Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not like most fans. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I want them to to lose out or you know whatever it is. Because man, at the end of the day, I want to see him win. I want to see him do good. Um, I love this team. I don't want. Like I said, I, d- I don't want them to pile up losses, even though it's going to get us a better draft pick. Um, You never know what you're going to get with a draft pick. Um, So I don't put a ton of weight into that. I would rather, you know, I would rather have the guys, you know, sign, go out, sign free agents, make trades, do things like that. Um, I would rather have the guys than have a ton of draft picks. Um, which is why I don't, you know, when it comes to like the Cleo Mack trade and that, I don't have a problem with them, you know, getting rid of draft picks. Um, Mitch Trubisky's trade, uh, we'll talk about that another time or, you know, maybe never. Um, I wasn't a fan of it then. I'm not a fan of it now. Um, it's becoming clear that no matter what, even you know, even though he's played good in the last few weeks, um, it's still becoming clear. You know, it's very clear that he's probably not the future, or that he is not the future. Not probably. Um, I think he can develop into a guy though that can at least manage the game. Um, I would I would hope that he would become like a Alex Smith game manager, but I feel like that's high aspirations. Um, the big talk has been Cam Newton coming into Chicago. I'm not 100% sure how I feel about that, man. Anybody that knows me knows that I've always loved Cam. Cam's a really, really good player. Um... I followed that year at Auburn pretty closely. Um, but, man, like I said, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it because you have an aging quarterback that's been on the run or that's, you know, is a runner. Um, I, I don't, I don't know where he's at at this point in his career. I I think it's almost too big of a risk to do um, because I think he's sitting there seeing um, Andrew Luck retire um, and seeing all that and being like, hey, man, look, I get hit every single play, you know. So I I don't know how I feel about the idea of Cam. I love Cam, but I can't, I don't know if he's going to be able to, I don't know where he's at mentally. You know, last year before he got hurt, he was in the MVP conversation. Um, He hasn't been fully healthy since. So I would like, I would like to see him come, but like I said, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, it's a very, very iffy thing to me. Is it a risk worth taking? I would say probably at this point. Just because, 
you know, we're not going to have a huge window. Um, I mean, I know the core of our defense is still young, but we're not going to have this huge window. Um, so I'm okay with trying to win now. And I think, I think the risk could probably be worth it. I think he's going to be better than Rex Grossman, even at Cam's age. But like I said, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, the other thing in football I really wanted to talk about was the stuff that came out today from a <laughs> 49ers report, uh, not reporter. He's a, he calls the games for him. He's a play-by-play guy. I couldn't think of the phrase who said, um, I don't have the direct quote, but he had said one of the reasons why Lamar Jackson was so good running the read option is because the how is because of how dark his skin is, how dark the football is, and how dark his jersey is. What in the fuck are you talking about? In my twenty nine years Nobody has ever, ever brought up the fact that a any player, not even a quarterback, that any player, that his skin color could affect how you see the ball. Are you kidding me? How stupid can you be? Were you saying that about Michael Vick? Michael Vick was in Atlanta. They wore mo- they wore mostly black jerseys. He's got a dark skin color. He's got a, a dark football in his hand. I'm not going to be able to see it. That's what it is. That's the only reason why Lamar Jackson's good. That's 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 the reason why Lamar Jackson can run that offense. Are you kidding me? Man, like, how stupid are you? How do you say something like that? How does that even cross your mind? I mean, if that's the case, corners, when a corner's covering a receiver, once that receiver catches the ball, that's why Calvin Johnson was so good. That's why Jerry Rice was so good. Man, you are stupid. I'm not even going to say the guy's name. Um, And with that being said, though, and with me roasting him like that, um, I, I, I heard it. They, uh, once again, it was something from Golik and Wingo. Um, they played the audio of it and everything. Um, I, I'm not going to sit here and call the guy racist. I'm not going to sit here and say anything like that. Um, it's just, it's really peculiar. Sorry, I can't speak. Um, it's really strange to me, though, that that would be something that would even cross your mind. You know? Um, it's, I, I think it's, 
I mean, and this guy's been around football for years. So, like you said, I, I, I don't I don't necessarily think he's a bad guy. I don't necessarily think that he's a racist or anything like that. I'm not throwing that out there. But it's just a really, really stupid thing to say. Um, with that being said, let's wrap up the sports talk and let's get into why you guys listen. Let's get into the sneaker talk. So, like I said, we got a ton of sneaker news to talk about here. Um, so let's just dive right into it, man. Um, the first thing I want to talk about was the Air Force One flight jacket. Um, I guess that's just what we're going to call any model now that's olive green and orange. Um, where I'm from, that's just hunting shit, but whatever. Um, so, <laughs> in me mocking that, this shoe is actually really, really dope. Real clean looking shoe. Real nice. Um, it's got an olive green upper with... Uh, satin and uh, the upper satin and nylon um the um toe box and the side panel or i'm sorry yeah the the toe box and the side panel are like the nylon material and they have like a, a quilted pattern uh, woven into it like how uh like the lining of a jacket is um and then the overlay is the satin material it's actually it's a really really clean looking shoe i like it a lot um the swoosh has a 3m silhouette on it too so it's a nice little pop and then it's got that hunter orange lining on them and then a dark brown gum it's actually, I wouldn't say dark brown. It's just a, a, a dark gum midsole outsole. Really, really good looking shoe, actually. Um, I think this that kind of colorway is, I should, I, I'm going to say it's underrated, but at the same time, we've been seeing it a lot lately. Um, the other thing that's really cool about this shoe is it has like, uh, the tongue is kind of like, uh, inside out where like it has, you know, like when you look on the inside of the tongue on air force ones, you see that the trademark stuff on there, like, you know, Nike air swoosh, all that trademarked by Nike, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's actually on the front side of this tongue. And then the tongue is kind of like, I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like folded out. So it actually goes like three quarters of the way down the tongue. And then all right, and I'm back. Some more technical difficulties. Maybe that'll be the name of this episode. Technical difficulties part due. Anyway, where I left off, I was talking about the tag on the tongue. So, like I said, the 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 tongue tag goes almost like three quarters of the way down. Um, at I guess what you'd say the bottom of the tag, it has like the Nike Air logo that's normally on the tongue. But it's upside down, and then it has that writing, but it's, like, right side up. And then on on the pictures that I've seen, it looks like there's another, like, Nike Air, but, like, on the inside of the shoe. So it's pretty interesting. Um, 
I didn't see a price or a release date for it. Um, but like I said, real clean, good-looking pair of shoes. Um, next up here, we got the LeBron 17 Win-Win. Um, this is another really good-looking shoe. Um, we're going to see a lot, a lot of colorways of it, I think, as has been kind of the tradition with LeBron's for the last four or five years now. Um, we have... So the, the whole theme of this shoe here... Um, it pays homage to th the three high schools that he's always outfitted. Um, Christ the King, uh, Fair, Fairfax, uh, high school, and then his alma mater, St. Vincent, St. Mary. Um, the women's teams from each of these schools kind of got together and, uh, designed it. Um, so the shoe actually has colors from each of the schools. Uh, it's got, it's a mostly white upper and then has that, uh, that like kind of gradient look going back into like the crimson. Um, and then that midsole swoosh is gold. Um, they have a white midsole and then a translucent outsole. Uh, those drop tomorrow, uh, December 6th. For two twenty five, so probably by the time you listen to this, they're already gonna be sold out on the Nike app. Um, like I said, really good looking shoe. I think that model is great. This colorway looks dope on it. Um, I would have liked to see them incorporate a little bit more color, though. Um, I think I think if you would have done something with like the green from St. Vincent, St. Mary, and then that crimson and the gold. And I, I don't know. Um, I, I do kind of wish there was a little bit more color into the shoe, but I'm not the one that designed it. So next up, this is one of those things I really wanted to talk about. Cause I think this is super dope. This has been a, uh, a rumored thing for a while. Um, I know I've heard, uh, people talk about it in the past. um, there is a Nike Airship and Air Jordan 1 pack that's going to be coming out. Um, for those who don't know the whole story behind the Nike Airship, um, the Airship was the shoe that Michael Jordan actually wore first in the NBA before the Jordan 1s were actually ready. The, the way the rumor goes is I, sh I should say the way the legend goes is that the airship is the shoe that the NBA sent the letter to Michael Jordan about banning from the league. Um, it wasn't actually the Air Jordan 1, as legend goes. It was the Nike airship. He had a black, um, he had a bread colorway of it. Um... The truth has never really came out. Nike's never actually confirmed nor denied this. Granted, they did retro the airship a few years back in the bread colorway. Um, but in this pack, we have um, a white and red Air Jordan, or I'm sorry, a white and red airship that is modeled after um, the... Air, the airship that MJ wore in 84 
not the bread colorway, but this different colorway that's actually, um, it's white and red. It's got a white upper, uh, red swoosh on it, and then a red collar, uh, along with a red outsole. And then, um, it is a clean, clean looking shoe. Um, very, very, uh, 1980s. Um, the, the one negative thing that I hear from people about like that kind of era in Nike basketball is that all the shoes look the same. A lot of the shoes did actually borrow tooling from, you know, another shoe, but, um, I do think the airships have a different look. It's different than the dunk. Um, clearly it's different than the Air Jordan one. Um, it's, it's got, it's got its own flavor to it and it's a good looking shoe. Um, and then the other half of this pack is the Air Jordan one. Now this is coming out in colorway we haven't seen before, but it is dope. Um, it's got a red overlay on it, uh, white toe box and side panel. It's got a black wings logo on it, uh, red outsole, really, really clean looking shoe. Um, there is no release date or real release information. There's no actual confirmation that this is a pack that is going to come out. These pictures have kind of leaked out, and I'm sorry. I did not write down the guy's name that uh, first posted the pictures on Instagram. Um, but I am super pumped about this pack. Um, it's something that I really, really do want. I think it would be a dope thing for a collection. The... And I saved this part for last because I actually think it's one of the it's probably the coolest thing about this. So these shoes come in a oversized box. So you have both pairs in it. Um, the box is the pattern on the box is actually split into two. The one half is a blue with uh, a grid pattern. Um, the other half is the you know, like original Air Jordan box pattern. I think it is so cool because that blue grid box is actually what they used when the airship was coming out. And I just, I, I, now that I'm saying this, I probably sound dumb, but it's just, it's a weird geek thing in me. I think it's so cool that they, that they like split that box. It's real clean. It looks really good. Um, I'm all about this. I, yeah, I mean, I'm also very aware of the fact that I'll probably never be able to get my hands on it, but I'm still really, really pumped about this pack. Um, next up, a lot of people probably think this is like blasphemous or something that I'm going straight to this right now after just talking about such a legendary pack. Um, we got a couple... Uh, Jordan Dub Zero's coming back out. Um, I shouldn't say back out. They're new, new colorways. Actually, I don't know if they ever did uh, one of them. But um, so there is a triple black Dub Zero that's going to be dropping, and there is a they're calling it the Toro colorway, 
<clears throat> excuse me. So it's uh, obviously similar to like the Toro Jordan 4 or Jordan 5. Mostly red upper. Um, it's got like the black, the like black cement 4 outsole. Um, and then there's, there's some hints of cement on it. Uh, that cement gray on it. And then like the tongue, the lining and that are all black. The two, three on the tongue is in red. The jumpman on the insole is red. Um, I think I know, I know a lot of people don't like dub zeros. I do. Um, I don't know if that's just because that's, you know, the era where I first really started getting into sneakers, but I do like them. I also remember always seeing those fakes with SpongeBob on the side. Um, those, there is no like official release date for them. Um, but you're looking at 160. Yes, I still like to write my stuff down on paper. You can hear that paper crinkling in the background. And, uh, next up, we got a couple Nike SB dunks. Um, they're, we, uh, uh, first up, we got the Nike SB Dunk Low tie-dye ray guns. And there are actually two colorways of the shoe, which I did not know until... I actually like went to start writing everything down here. Um, there's a white pair and a black pair. Uh, basically, it's the same kind of ray gun scheme, except for the side panel and the rear wing, or I don't know exactly what you call it on a dunk. Um, have the side panel has an orange tie dye look to it. The wing thing has a yellow, um, and then there's the little ray gun logo on the side. Um, I, for me personally, I don't have any attachment to ray guns. Um, I mean, it's not a huge thing to me, but I, I do understand the hype behind it. I do see how Nike SB is coming back and they're kind of building some clout and, um, they, cause in a lot of people's eyes, they fell off for a long time, but man, if you was actually like looking at, a lot of those SBs that were coming out in the last, in like, even like, I think the last time I actually personally capped a pair of SBs was 2014. Um, yeah, I have, yeah, it was 2014. Uh, the premier ones came out that year, like the wool winter ones. Um, they were called the Petoskies. Um, and then, one release that just kind of slipped under the radar, but it's like super dope. Um, there's, I can't remember the official colorway. I copped them. They're like a, they're like a maroon and then like a, um, turquoise swoosh on them. And then it has like a faux, the turquoise swoosh is like a faux ostrich print. It's got like a faux reptile patent on the sides. I mean, like, they're a really, really dope shoe, and I think people j just, like, because Nike wasn't telling the stories around the shoes, I think a lot of people were just sleeping on them. Um, so I do like to see that all that stuff's coming back. Uh, so, anyway, these tie-dye tie ray guns uh, dropping on December 27th. There is no official price that I could find, um, but I would guess it's going to be in that, like, 90 to 110 area, like how they've been doing all the SBs. Um, 
this next one I meant to talk about in the last podcast, and I just didn't. Um, it's the SB Dunk High times Oski. Um, this shoe I absolutely love. I absolutely 100% love this shoe. So a lot of you probably seen it around. It's the Dunk that has, instead of swooshes, the shark on the sides, and it is straight dope. Um, and actually, what I found out, the from all the pictures that I looked at, it looked like that, sw- that upper was suede, but there's actually just like a super, super buttery leather. Um, but, yeah, it's got that all-black upper and uh, white midsole, white outsole, and then it's got... On each side of the shoe, instead of having the swooshes there, it's got that shark with, like, the arch in its back with its mouth wide open. I mean, it's just, it's such a cool concept to me. You know, like, it's like the BS Dunks. The, I mean, I know know the BS Dunks weren't a Nike thing. They were made by another company. You can Google that. I honestly don't know a ton of it off the top of my head. You know, kind of forgot some stuff throughout the years. But, I mean, these things are so dope. Um, I really, really hope I can get my hands on a pair of those dropping um, December 21st. But once again, I haven't seen a price point on them. Um, my guess is you're going to see a little bit higher price on those. Uh, not only because of the collab, but just because of how good that leather looks. Um, next up, we're going to go back to Jordan for a minute here. We have, man, I've been bitching about this for years. Kids and women always get the best colorways. Um, so we got a Air Jordan, another Air Jordan One UNC that's coming out. It's only in kids and women's. It is so dope. Um, all white upper basically with a Carolina colored swoosh. It's got a Carolina outsole on it. Um. Carolina branding, the so like the Wings logo and the tongue branding. It's not an OG, so it doesn't have the Nike Air. It's got the Jumpman on it. These are fire, though. Um, these ones I didn't have a release date for, but retails one ten. Um, my guess is you're probably gonna see some bigger sizes made of them too, because I think a lot of men are gonna try and cop them too. Um, next up was the big news that everybody was kind of buzzing about besides that airship pack um we have the air jordan one dior collab um i i've heard about this dior collab and whatnot i knew there was gonna be a two thousand dollar price point on it so i was already kind of over it and then i saw the shoe and i mean this shoe is it's beautiful um the leather like just from the pictures you can tell like this leather is just so like perfect um so it's got like a gray overlay on it and then white toe box and side panels kind of like your classic air jordan uh color blocking um it's got a translucent outsole with the word Dior underneath. Um, it's got a 
white wings logo on it. And then that swoosh is just like classic like Dior print. I mean, this shoe is just clean. Um, my favorite part about it, on both the wings logo and the tongue, instead of saying Air Jordan or Nike Air, it just says Air Dior. I think that's the coolest part about it. Like I said, though, man, $2,000 price point. I just saw a screenshot from somebody from StockX where these shoes were selling for twenty grand. So, I mean, obviously, I know there ain't no way I'm ever even going to probably even see these things in my life. Um, but it is super dope. And uh, that's also coming right around the same time. Uh, actually... The they're saying a spring 2020 release for this, but I, what I was getting at was um, Adidas actually just did a collab with Prada. Forgot the price point on that too, but it's something ridiculous. Um, to me, those Adidas weren't anywhere near as clean as what this Air Jordan One is. Um, it was a superstar, which was surprising to see that that's the model that they picked to do the collab on, but um. Nonetheless, this Air Jordan 1 Dior is so fire. Um, I'm really, really, really hoping one day I might be able to catch a glimpse of it in person. Because I know I ain't ever going to be able to cop it. Um, that's really... Oh, the other thing I just completely skipped over. Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Don't worry about it. Uh, so that's going to be it for Sneaker News. Guys, I know I say it at the beginning and the end of every single episode, but please go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Please go follow me. Uh, give me feedback on the podcast, man. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Give me suggestions. Everything helps. Every little bit helps. I'm doing this for the people, man. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't. Let me know if you want to be on an episode. I might let you come on. I don't know. You guys, thank you for always listening. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for the people that do give me feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Now back to the pod. So that's going to be it for the Big Smart Show today. Thank you guys so very much for listening. I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, it means the world to me. Um, like I said, though, I have so much fun doing this. It's awesome. Go follow me on social media, though. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. And go like our page on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'more Show. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, man. I know you're already listening, but just so you know. Um, and as I always say on here, man, if you're going through a struggle, you got to talk. Talk to somebody. If you want to message me, I'm fine with that. We can talk. If you're going through some shit, talk. 
You're going through a rough time, man. Just talk. Understand, man, life has its ups and downs. But we're all got, we all got to get through it. And we all been through that shit. We've all had those times where we've had to lean on somebody else to help us out. So don't let it get you down. Don't let it make you feel like you're less of a man or less of a woman or a person or anything like that. Um, just understand that. Like, everybody goes through shit. And the biggest thing, man, stay positive. There's so much great things in life, you know. Um, being a parent really puts that into perspective for you. Um, so, and for everybody, man, just 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 try and be positive. You know, when you're out in public, man, smile at people. See that guy with his head down? Smile at him. Um, the one thing I'm going to start picking up on and saying here all the time is, man, tell somebody they got nice kicks someday. Uh, they say that at the end of the sneaker podcast all the time. I'm sorry, the sneaker history podcast. Say it all the time at the end of that, man. You, you don't know how far that can go, man. Like, I know I get like, I get real pumped up. Like when somebody says I got nice kicks on. So like, man, tell somebody you see that they got nice kicks. Um, anyway, as always though, thank you guys for listening. Um, please subscribe. Please give me a rate and please review. Um, but I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, have a very great holiday season. This has been the Biggie Smart Show. Peace and much love to you.